0: Whiskey Live, the world's largest whiskey festival, is coming to Nashville July 23rd and 24th. Sample over 30 brands. Sit in on seminars led by some of the biggest names in the business. Mingle with makers in dedicated discussion spaces, or mix it up and watch cocktail classes from award-winning mixologists. Order your tickets now at beverage.co. That's B-E-V-R-I-D-G-E.co. Listeners of Sip Suds and Smokes, save 10% with coupon code LIVESIPS.
2: ready to learn everything you ever wanted to know and a whole lot that you didn't it's time for a chats episode
1: hey welcome to this chats episode where everything good in life is worth discussing i am good old boy mike and i'm joined here today with good old gal carrie ann
3: good morning
1: <laughs> and uh, good old boy sparky top of the morning to you it, it's really nice here in the basement you know today so Our chat segments are all about people behind the products and services that we talk about here on Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Today's episode celebrates our co-hosts on the 10th season of Sips, Suds, and Smokes. So the co-hosts that we're chatting with today are good old gal Carrie Ann and good old boy Sparky. And if we have time today, we actually have an interesting job opportunity on, on our topic worth discussing.
3: I think we should skip it because I've applied and I don't really want a lot of people knowing
1: about it. Do you not it. have that kind of snow gear? <laughs> is that what you're saying, <laughs> Carrie Anne?
3: No, I'm saying I don't want anybody else to like start applying for if this I job. Had to pick, I need I, like my chances to be high.
1: I think you have an affinity for not counting penguins. I think that is probably the issue, you know for sure. You, just, you know, it's like you don't want to go there. It's the penguin and open dander.
4: toe shoes. Oh, <laughs> shoes. Ooh. <laughs> Yeah.
1: It's a very interesting job. Oh, we that. get to it. So it's a pretty funny story. So uh, we'll charge right into it. Do you guys remember how we met each other? <laughs>
0: <Sucks>. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> I, <No. laughs>
1: I think it was, was it a sud show?
4: Was that the first?
3: When I met you? Yeah. Perhaps. Probably. But Mike, I think we met at the state fair.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So uh, I feel like a
3: musical should break out. We,
1: yeah, you know, yeah, I don't have a button for that, but um, the uh, Carrie Ann was um, coordinating hosting a homebrew competition at the state fair, and
3: uh, that was a brilliant idea. Yeah. Oh
1: my god! And uh, I was not brewing beer, but I was working with the local homebrewers at the time, and I was just kind of helping. You know, kind of steward things and so we were collecting a lot of the beer and then we were staging it and then taking it to where the competition was actually at at the state fair in my and, basement yeah and you and I <laughs> and you and I ran into each other and we didn't we just um it was just a chance encounter I was really kind of focused on everything and I didn't judge in that home competition um but I had a lot of there were a lot of friends, you know, that we had. I think Steve was actually, you know, head of uh, Music City Brewers, you know, around then. John Malone, I think, uh, came a little bit later, who was actually here on the show for a number of Yeah, no, of
3: John years. helped a lot, and Phil, I don't know. There were a bunch of guys Philzman, that really, yeah. like, popped in because I had no clue what I was doing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely nothing has changed, by the way. Just a different year. I
3: mean, the idea is what's important. (laughs) Shut up.
1: Is there a theme song to that? Because it sure does sound like it. You
3: You just have to be good at delegation.
1: Yes, I agree. You drink that beer. (laughs) Write a number down between 1 and 27. Sparky, you remember how we met?
4: Was it because of the hot chicken? Is that kind of what...
1: Was that? I was that. I can I can't believe that was your first show. Was it? Well, I think it
4: was, yeah. Really? Yeah, I think that's, um, I had done uh, a episode for the Food Network uh, for Hot Chicken on a show for Eating Grinch Band. Oh, that would
1: be interesting. I didn't put that together.
4: I think that was, yeah. And I think you, I posted the clip or something in yeah. one of the Hot Chicken groups, and then you reached out to me about that. Oh, wow.
1: How, yeah. What a chance For encounter. the less
3: informed, there are a number of Hot Chicken groups available to join and listen, yeah, There's, saying. there's, the, there's the OG. There is <laughs> the one,
1: much like hot chicken. Many are imitating, but there's only that's one worthy. True. So you know that's gonna how it's gonna go. Yeah. So I mean, when you first uh, came on Sparky, how many episodes do you think you'd be on? Oh,
4: I just first of all, I thought you I, when you reached out to me, I thought like, oh, this guy, what is he up to? Is what, <laughs> what kind of racket is this? I was just kind of like, hey, does anybody? Does so anybody might know who the heck this
1: guy is? <laughs> and is this legit? So like? I'm trying to think what season that was. I want to say that was probably like season three. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah. And then so. Kendall,
4: I actually Kendall knew you and was like, no, he's right. he's legit. It's he's cool. He's legit. It's cool. cool.
3: You trust Kendall, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was about
4: to say, wow. There's a, again, there's has a questionable changed. decision <laughs>
2: if I've ever heard
1: one. It's
4: only know? gotten worse since yeah. then. So I
1: need to write let me write that down, right? That checked to Kendall. Okay, yeah. all right.
4: <laughs> So And then you roped me into making probably one of the worst decisions of my life.
1: <laughs> Amazing how quickly that happened. Well, you know, there were a lot of, there were a lot, of, that was a great day and we'll get to talk about that episode, <laughs> know that um, you know, a little bit later, but um, there were so many tips that I remember walking away from, you know, out of that episode that was like, wow, I didn't put those things together so and I will give up some of those you know pro tips for sure because I would not have survived the day without any of your assistance. It was the night afterwards that's the worst part. (laughs) Carrie Ann how many episodes did you think you were going to be on? Um,
3: Probably just the one. Ah. I feel like I was invited because I was bringing someone that you were more interested in.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm with her. (laughs) You say that like And I'm very disappointed the plan Mm -hmm. didn't come through. So, you know, just when you thought you were out, he
4: pulled you back in.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah. I had Dan Gardner from Four Roses was my uh, entree. I was
1: on the Four Four Roses show. Was Mm -hmm. that it? Yeah. So, that was the one we recorded at the Whiskey House.
3: Is that right? The old, old, old. I was going to say what iteration? Like the one that was in a trailer. One one where you didn't
1: walk to the corner of the room. Otherwise, you'd be (laughs) in the basement. Yeah. (laughs) So those fours were scary. Well, we've talked about a lot of things on this show, and there are some, you know, memorable moments uh, for sure that we'll talk about. We are drinking today as well. And uh I'm actually sipping on the one thing. Well you guys well, I'll get some glasses at the first break, but th- we're actually drinking this seaweed gen from Voya. So On purpose? Yeah. Okay. I, oh I, good
3: God. I, <laughs>
1: and, <do> you, <laughs> so, so, Curie, and I feel like So what's your rate for that? Yeah, I feel like
4: I feel like there's a lot of bad things that happen with Mike and Jen and us. Like I feel like that's a a thread. It is. It is.
3: Wow. I just stuck my nose in there. Oh,
4: we'll let Sparky get his first reaction. Get in there, Sparky. You
1: know.
2: Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) In a similar reaction. All right. So there.
1: So I need to pull something else for us to sip on. Well, um, that'll be a rather quick conversation for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Well. I asked you both a little bit about
3: hate us? some of yeah. your
1: favorite moments <laughs> uh, is... here on Subsides and Smokes. And uh, what I love is that you had a lot of them. And so I got feelers choice, you know, to talk about. And I really love this first one from Carrie Ann. It's from an episode called the worst idea ever.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mike is really good at the worst idea ever.
1: And it, yeah, the worst idea ever Zima gold is the full name of, <laughs> of the episode. And wow. it is part of our series. For the Summer of Questionable Decisions. And uh, Dave, who produces those uh, episodes, came up with this idea that we were going yes. to talk about Zima. And he decided to, to go old school and actually combine Jolly Ranchers, throwing them into yes. Zima in various flavors. And there were like five flavors. Although, if you listen to the episode, I'm not really sure that there was a lot of distinction <laughs> from one to the next. No. So it was just one all flavor. a super bad idea the whole way. And so uh, here is the clip of Carrie Ann in the middle of of this episode. And so she, I is, blacked out, and she is sharing. <laughs> so everybody had to bring a story of their chance encounter with Zima. And oh. so here is Carrie Ann's. Oh, did you more when you were maybe eighteen or sixteen?
2: Or so
3: I had some 12? Zima experimentation in college. Oh. Nice. Mm-hmm.
2: Where's mm. this going? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. Is it stacked kind of on show? With the Zima? <laughs> I well.
3: dipped my foot in the Zima
2: pond.
3: <laughs> yeah, so we did drink Zima in college and. Our um, additive of choice was pixie sticks.
1: Which I love pixie, pixie sticks. So it just
3: takes the dissolving work out of it. Yeah. It's done Shh. for you. Yeah. Does it yeah. foam over It more? does. It does. And if you were doing something that perhaps was slightly hallucinogenic, it oh could <laughs> oh. make for a good time. Sure. Sure. There was Zima. I and did not pixie see that sticks. twist. Hypothetically, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. I heard stories. Mm-hmm.
1: Sure, I mean, you know. Zima, <laughs> I think
3: my friend did it.
1: Zima and, and Mushroom. It's a
3: good thing no one left. And right after studies. that, they went to uh, a nightmare <laughs> oh before God. Christmas in the theater. Yep. Wow. Snuck in some Zimas and Pixie sticks. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. All it's right. That's enough of that. <laughs> that is. I'm sure there's a 12-step Hardcore. program
1: for it. That's <laughs> <laughs> how we used to party back in the 90s, folks. <laughs>
3: apparently, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> and pixie sticks
1: and creepy animation
3: <laughs> and a little
1: uh, a little something something some yeah.
3: not citric acid
1: ah,
4: yes. oh yes you know nobody's yeah. ever gonna have a story like that about Topo Chico <laughs> no. kids these days
3: Mm-mm. there's no LSD in the Topo Chico <laughs> yeah
4: no, it's not a good mixer.
3: Jesus. And well, so it th- <gasps> was- not me.
4: Oh, yeah. It was totally <laughs> Yeah.
1: Yeah. You thought <laughs> about the dance too, yeah. It's the first ever <laughs> sips, suds and smokes, deep fake. <laughs> well done. And what was so funny about that episode, uh, f- at least for me, was I was actually there uh on the production day and um Carrie Ann was just, she was like, I want to be on that episode. I want to be on that episode. I want to be on that episode. And the whole time
0: she, she, yes, you
1: did (laughs) made a terrible decision (laughs) and I'm across the room sitting, there's a couch uh, in, in that part of the, where we record. And the whole time Carrie Ann is looking back over at me, like, I'm going to get even, I don't know this is so evil i just why am i sitting here this is so but you bad. asked for it yes she did i don't yes. remember that part oh yeah <laughs> you know, do you want to hear that tape? that part <laughs> of the tape yeah. <laughs> you know where he voluntarily said absolutely i want Let to do this do this <laughs> you know for sure <laughs> well we'll get to sparky's clip right after the break here
2: Look to the left, to the right. Keep your eyes on the road, my darling. Wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows. My hand is yours forever, sweet love.
1: Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes on today's chat segment. I'm chatting with... Good old gal Carrie Ann and good old boy Sparky. And we we're kind of going through uh, some of our favorite clips from Sip, Suds, and Smokes. <laughs> so we were talking a little bit more about the Zima show. And Sparky was telling us that we had a friend who uh, we ended up uh, liquidating celery, just ran into a medical issue and couldn't, couldn't drink anymore. And he actually had some vintage Zima, mm-hmm. so um, we didn't. I not We didn't use any vintage Zima. On that, show. <laughs> that would have been <laughs> really bad.
3: Is that the born on date?
1: <laughs> Is, that the, Is that what makes sense? That's, that. that's the date vintage. that you should just dropped in, in the trash can. That's yeah. what that date, you know, was.
4: It, it wasn't clear anymore. I will tell you that. That's uh, an interesting detail
1: so uh i really love this uh, next episode that sparky was on and it, it i did not recall that that was the first day that you were on subsets and smokes was the hot chicken show so this um background on this episode is i was really trying to think of some alternative topics for our our smokes segments and i we were uh, there were a lot of people I knew that were hot chicken aficionados, and I really thought this would very be very interesting to do something that nobody's ever done and do a blind tasting of hot chicken. And I came up with two episode ideas that we recorded at Party Fowl in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, it's one of the few places in town that actually is a restaurant. You can sit down. They actually have a full bar. Um, uh, there are some other places that are now available that are like that, but at the time, yeah. that was kind of a bit of a novelty. They and had a bathroom, which was like <laughs> that, really kind of put them above <laughs> most of the other hot chicken places. There were so many things that happened during that production day, but um, I so this is the second episode that Sparky is on called "You Are an Idiot," and we're actually tasting the hottest of the hot. Um, and we it's an audio audience participation show that we had as well and i'll tell you a little bit more about that but so here's the clip featuring
2: uh sparky our list it was kind of different than the others it stood out as a super hot hot chicken but tasted so good
4: yeah absolutely kendall i i, I thought that uh poltergeist was the perfect balance of flavor and pain uh when it comes to death row at shakes it's the product of a lifetime of bad decisions there's really there's no other way evolution to it. of evil it is it is pure hatred on chicken God rest your
2: souls, I'm so sorry Do you think there might have been a labeling error because death row is so much more hotter than A which was Execution.
4: It has to be, I mean, that's the only thing I can think Negative.
1: of Negative, no, there are no mistakes in this blind tasting so. <laughs> uh, But but Mike, you. I'm from
4: Alabama and uh, we never make mistakes in Alabama
1: Yeah, that would be negatory mm. Roll time. <laughs> You've uh, procreated in Alabama and that just does not work for us I know that we're going to be banned once again uh, it's from Alabama. So I'm glad that it's a perpetual moment where we can once again decide that there are always questionable decisions made in Alabama.
0: Well, uh <laughs> wow.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> so what was the audience participation part of that was just an absolute riot. So I came up with this scheme. Well, we call it the subsides smokes twist, which was after somebody they were tasting these hottest of the hot with us. And before they could take a drink of something, they had to say the pledge of allegiance successfully. And if they screwed it up, they just had to start over again. And there was this one, just person after person just kept on screwing it up because they were in so they much were pain. And yeah. Agony. They they were were just feeling first
3: it. of all, we haven't said the pledge of allegiance since we were in sixth grade. I don't know that I could do it right now. Yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> there that. And the people that were on that show definitely, you know, couldn't do it you know, very well either. And it was just, we were howling and laughing, you know. And there was this one guy, Joey, that came up, and he took this huge chunk, you know, of 800 degrees, and, you know, out of the, and he just shoved it in his mouth. And he was just like... (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't talk. It just swept his breath away.
4: It's always so awesome when somebody comes up with machismo and then just watching them just completely (laughs) like the air right out of a tire. Oh, yeah.
1: It was hilarious. Uh, Great episodes. I really love both of those and uh, a lot of good memories. So the one tip, the pro tip that I walked away from that day that... Chug I still kepto
3: before you. No, that. actually, that's not <laughs>
1: pre gaming. Pre gaming with Pepto. <laughs> yeah. So, Sparky, tell them, tell them what the pro tip is that you drink with hot chicken.
4: Oh well, uh, pickle juice, like, and or chocolate milk, are like the two, like that's the yep. only thing that will save your life
1: if you find yourself
4: in that situation. So
1: it's really funny. Every time I go to 400 degrees and I and I walk in, I actually have a quart of chocolate milk with me. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> Okay, she always looks at me and she, goes, Mike, I see you got your milk with you. <laughs> you know, and it's like yeah, you should sell it there. So, what, well, <laughs> I
0: think so. Yeah, I what I
4: never, what you never knew about the second part of that story is, I love my wife. She is a beautiful person, and every time I make a terrible decision, she doesn't judge me. She's like, oh, honey, poor you know, bless you. Even when it's my fault. So, after that show. I went to a friend's house and couldn't get out of a hammock. I was in so much pain. I probably drank half a gallon of chocolate milk. Nothing helped me. And that night, I spent the entire night on the floor of my bathroom, crawling to the toilet, didn't know whether I should throw up or explode. <laughs> yeah, like, I knew if I threw up, it was going to be way worse. <laughs> So then I would just like I would pass out again on the floor of the bathroom, just wake up covered in sweat, crawl back to the toilet, not know which way to go with things, and then the next morning, like Abby saw me in the on the cold, cold tile of the bathroom, and she was like, "Oh, baby, are you okay?"
3: And I was like,
2: "I did this to myself." I think it sucks. I think that sucks.
1: I think it sucks. (laughs) Well,
3: don't try this at home.
1: Yeah, no, it was a bad day. Such a great day. Sweating buckets. So tell me, tell us a little bit about your day jobs. And I love this question because both of you have done an awful lot. So Sparky, why don't you go first there?
4: Yeah, man. So I spent a couple of decades um, in video games. I worked for a big Fortune 500 uh, game company and then uh, somehow ended up into uh, the beer distribution world for a minute. Um, that was that was an interesting time in my life. And uh, <laughs> now I work with mental health professionals every day. And so I feel like- Was one a prep for the other? I feel like this is, <laughs> life has brought me to right where
1: I need to be now. Full um, circle. Yeah, pretty much. So you establish what is the prescribed medication that you need as you were working for the beer distributor so that you can work with the mental health community? Is that basically the one-two bunch there? There's and does not, it go
3: with pixie sticks?
1: Yeah, there's not enough medicine. Heads in the world to save that industry, Phantom. Um, <laughs> them's the breaks. So Carrie Ann, tell us a little bit about your day jobs. I
3: don't have a job. I know. <laughs> so straight up 615 is my um cover. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I um just do anything that revolves around talking about whiskey most of the time. So mm. that can be nice work if you can get it yeah (laughs) no corporate corporate gigs are back and one of those a month i'm set It's nice life is good
1: so um you know I, i was wondering what is your favorite thing to do and why because i mean you you do writing you've been making movies you've been a competition judge you're a brand ambassador a spirits buyer you're Looking fabulous. And And, uh you're also number one (laughs) enjoy being a co-host on the best radio show on the planet. So of all of those choices and probably four others I didn't mention. (laughs) What's your favorite thing to do and why?
3: I love to do education. Um so you know, either expelling bourbon bro myths of what they think things are gonna pause a little too long when she said
1: expelling. deep (laughs) pause
4: Carrie Ann actually that's something I really appreciate about you is your advocacy for women and you know in an industry that is just you know all white and misogynist you're Mm. like fighting the fight and flying the flag and i really appreciate that
3: thanks it's not very popular but um. no it's not
4: (laughs) no it's not but at least there's whiskey
3: yeah so i i I do a lot um to lift up women in the industry and to you know make their voices heard and there's a lot to talk about right now
1: (laughs) (laughs) always unfortunately um and you know what what is a topic really shouldn't be a topic you know um it it You know, it's really sad that it's taken, it is taking so long, I think, to find uh, equity, you know, in a wide range of industries and including the ones that we talk about, you know, quite a bit. Yeah,
3: this is such a, well, y'all know, it's a very, very, very male-dominated industry to be in. And so, um, you know, I just have to be smarter than the next guy in the room because it's not important that they actually know what they're talking about because... They're men. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing a great job. Anyway, of thank you, thank you, thank you. Hmm.
1: So, if you had to pick just <laughs> one beverage to enjoy the rest of your life, what would it be?
3: Well, not that seaweed, Jen.
1: <laughs> well, we hadn't actually tasted it.
4: Maybe on the nose, nope. it's totally uh-uh. different than Mm-mm. the palate. That's
3: not going in my mouth. All right.
4: <laughs> if I had a nickel for every single time I heard
1: that.
3: One thing forever and ever? Yeah.
1: I'm really curious.
3: <laughs> like a category or just a single yeah. thing?
1: Um I'll let you go with a category.
3: I mean the easy answer would be whiskey, but honestly it's probably gin.
1: Hmm. I I, well, I agree with that choice. <laughs> How about you, Sparky? Uh, yeah, he, I, I really he likes spark he, yeah. he likes gin as well. A lot. Just yeah. not that gin. Not that. Not that gin. gin. I don't, gin that's not gin. That's yeah. a hate crime in a bottle. Yeah. Um, we'll just rate that up here as a wine. So, yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: I mean, I find myself gravitating more towards spirits. Um. I think as I get older, I'm losing my metabolism <laughs> magic powers that I used to have in my 30s. Right? And You know, now I have to actually pay for <laughs> what I've done, Um. which sucks. But, uh, man, I love gin. I use it as aftershave. I just really like gin an awful
1: lot. <laughs> I use, it, I use it to aster shave involuntarily. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> I'm
3: wondering if that a, seaweed gin would get rid of the moles in my yard.
1: Actually, get rid of any moles on you. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm pretty sure to <laughs> eat I'm it right like, away. It could, re- it could probably repel small children up to the age of four or five. I'm so, really yeah. looking for a yeah. mole solution. you just pour solution. it in a circle. You know, kind Spray of like it on the lawn. Hex,
3: DM you know. me if you have a good one. <laughs>
1: right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so... I forgot where that's from. I'll We'll grab the bottle over here. Hell, uh, it's I, from. I want to say it's like the Netherlands or something like that. Well, there you so, go. Yeah. Let's go back to making Aquavit. The
4: place you know? that Lutvisk, or Lutvisk is from.
1: Well, Carrie Ann, you practically mm. know everyone in the whiskey industry. And mm-hmm. so I'd love to hear, you know, what are some of your favorite people? Maybe three. This and, is and why such
3: are, a weird why question. Are,
1: why are they your favorite, you know? Uh, well... Jesus.
3: So, Jim Rutledge, number saying, 1. I'll just, oh, man. Let's just I just number start. 1, you know. Jim Ratledge is what my a great buddy, guy. my friend, love of my life. <laughs> the old guys, I guess, I really like enjoy hanging out with the the old crew of of Kentucky bourbon especially. And, you know, even some of our older garden Tennessee. Um I'd put Steve Nally in that list. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, that's so hard.
4: You know, I got to hang out with Jim Rutledge one evening. He did a tasting at uh, the Adelicia back. I don't remember one of 50 different restaurants it was. Mm-hmm. And only like six or seven people showed up All for right. it. And I stole like 34 roses crystal glasses, but he was like the least <laughs> pretentious the nicest oh, human being, like is. just salt of the earth. He and is. he talked about, yeah, we used to make garbage in a plastic bottle, but not anymore. <laughs> um, and uh, just what a cool guy, man.
3: I mean, I'm very lucky that these people I can count as friends. I mm. don't wake up on a single holiday that the first text message on my phone isn't from Jim Whitledge, which you mean. Oh,
4: God. What happy a
3: Valentine's. happy <laughs> What a cool guy. Whatever. He is. He is. But I just really enjoy like anybody that I can learn from, and you know that there's still a whole bunch of people I learn a lot from. So I'm, I'm all in on that. I just went up to um, Penelope in New Jersey, and I don't know exactly what I thought walking in there, but those guys are doing some really cool stuff. They don't make their own whiskey, but they're not. Um, you know, trying to hide that in any way. And so what they are doing is really very interesting. So I'm learning things all the time. I love everybody.
1: Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, the thing, almost the the thing that I always with Penelope, it reminds me a lot of the uh, early days at Nelson Greenbrier, you know, because Mm -hmm. they're really choosing a combination of some interesting Mm -hmm. blends as well as they're kind of finishing, Mm finishing barrels that, you know, are, are, not always kind of run-of-the-mill and you know it reminds me of some of those early days at Nelson Greenbrier as well and some of the some of the choices that they're making so um let's see I want to I say feel like I'm out,
3: missing I'm gonna like not say somebody's, not somebody's name somebody's I should name. say some everyone's name all yeah. the women that I'm in love with just
1: name drop <laughs> I was just about to say I, going. Like
3: Nicole Austin I, was, I probably
1: I was about to say I think yeah, Nicole would probably make she, your short she's list. up on the top yeah okay
3: there's so many. I love everyone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's great that, you know, uh, those relationships, it's always interesting, you know, just walking (laughs) beside you, you know, many times in a room and it, those relationships are just so, uh, genuine. And, Mm. and I, you know, I've met a lot of these people just vicariously, just being in, in proximity to you. And it's nice that...
3: Kind of a big deal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I
3: mean, I've made it the point to, to actually form relationships with master distillers and people in the whiskey industry and not, you know, I don't go into them asking for things too often. But when I do, you know, I get a yes because I'm hopefully giving them... You show up. As much as I asked them for.
4: Hmm.
3: I don't know. That's too deep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give away some uh, insider info on Carrie Ann. Nope. <laughs> Wait. Oh. Why are you so nervous all of a sudden? <laughs> you, know, you are squirming in that seat like, oh man, what is going, going on here? All right. So, it's the one thing to make sure that I'm tortured sometimes all day long because actually it's Carrie and my wife. Oh, God. Listening She's brilliant. the soundtrack from Hamilton all the time in the car and she turns on the car and every time,
3: A-O. you know, A-O.
1: it's like, <laughs> bam, you know, there it is. And, you know, it's just overwhelming. It's not that
3: it's on in my car all the time, but just when you get in it because I you love the look it on to your troll face. Him.
1: That's excellent. <laughs>
3: yeah. Well played.
2: Well
1: played. <laughs> So, um, what else is on your playlist?
2: I
3: listen to a lot of eighties rap.
1: Okay, very nice. So okay. Run DMC, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Beastie Boys.
3: Oh, Beastie Boys, my okay. my Um yeah. Um, What else do I listen to? I just discovered Whiz Kid in Love.
1: Whiz Kid in yep. Love. Yep. He. Sorry. No, I'm go- in
3: love with Whiz Kid. Um, he's on
1: my <laughs> playlist. <laughs> yeah. He's
3: from Lago. Okay. Very cool. Uh. I listen to a lot to Chris Stapleton. I listen to everything.
4: Oh, man, we're supposed to go see him in Chicago. Like, it's been delayed like three years now. It was originally Mm -hmm. going to be Jason Isbell, the High Women, and and Chris Stapleton. Well, now now
3: he's going to be at Pilgrimage, so you can just go down the road.
4: (laughs) That would mean going to pilgrimage, though. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with
1: <laughs> that. Carrie, and I know that you've uh, taken on producing some new episodes here on sub and Smokes. I'd love for you to tell everybody about these exciting forthcoming episodes.
3: Forthcoming. So we are going to deep dive into uh, agave spirits, mezcal, and all the cool things happening Um Few of them actually make their way up here and just really kind of chat through what all those different categories look like and things that are occasionally available some places Yeah, (laughs) and And why that that is. That
1: has really complicated our ability of, you know, covering mezcal is just, you know, this... uh, Always this it. availability issue, you know. Um, in fact, I the one that I pulled out last night, um, I was looking at the label and they actually had the batch size and it's 628 liters in Good that batch, dang. you know. That's nothing. it, was an ancestral, you know, a mezcal yeah. as well. So, which I don't find that batch size to be that unusual, but um, it's nothing, yeah. And so that's the reason why it's like you bought that one bottle and you're never gonna fund precious it, precious drops. So, yeah. Well, I really enjoyed, you know, kind of getting to you know Carrie a little bit more. And we're going to take a break here in just a second. And we're going to come back and we'll talk about a topic worth discussing just briefly. So we'll kind of breeze through it. Because it's
3: just barely worth discussing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you need your snow parka?
4: All that penguin dander. One,
1: one penguin, worst. two Flip penguins. Flops. We'll be right back after this Not
2: break. just the destination.
0: Whiskey Live, the world's largest whiskey festival, is back in the US after three years. Join us in Nashville July 23rd and 24th for an unforgettable Whiskey Weekend. Sample over 30 brands, sit in on seminars led by some of the biggest names in the business, mingle with makers in dedicated discussion spaces, or mix it up and watch cocktail classes from award-winning mixologists. And this year, Whiskey Live USA is offering something extra special. We've partnered with Barrel Bourbon to produce a micro blend only available to ticket holders. Made from bourbons 5 to 17 years old and with only 200 bottles produced, this exclusive whiskey will stand out in any collection. Our friends at Sip Suds and Smokes are offering 10% off your tickets with code LiveSips. Order your tickets now at beverage.co, that's B-E-V-R-I-D-G-E.co and use code LiveSips for an extra 10% off.
1: Hey, welcome back to Sip Suds and Smokes. On today's chat episode, I'm chatting with good old gal Carrie Ann and with good old boy Sparky. And uh, we've established that, you know, we're finally going to get around to Mescal, hopefully, sometime. And, I, you know, it may happen this season or next season, but it is something we've been working on. And i So by really,
3: finally get around to it, you mean maybe? No, no,
1: <laughs> it, you know, it, it's happened to both of us, you know, around it. But I am, we're both very committed of trying to find a great way to talk about, you know, a really interesting product in a way that I think that will help everybody kind of navigate and really embrace, you know, Mezcal. Cause it's, it's one of those things that sometimes you see it on the menu, you know, it's like, Oh, you can have a Mezcalita, you know? And it's like, no, no, oh really it's not the point. <laughs> Why would you, you know? do that? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, We always have an interesting topic worthy of discussion, and I love this one. It's called Now Hiring. Tired of mild winters and modern conveniences? Looking for that new gig? We know just the job for you. The UK Antarctic Heritage Trust charity is accepting applications for seasonal positions at its point. Port Lockroy, base in Antarctica. The base is in need of personnel to take on several duties, including the following, running a post office, and monitoring penguins. (laughs) Is that the
3: same position or different ones?
1: I and. Which one do you start the day off with? It's like one penguin, two penguin, three. Pe- oh, how many wait. people are sending? Let me mail sort to that Antarctica. postcard for you. Well, the, actually,
4: tons of them because they get a ton of tourists that stop there, and everybody wants to mail something from
1: Antarctica. Do they
3: sell? postcards at the gift shop.
1: Uh, That's what I'm interested to know. They have other positions in case you don't want to do that, including the base leader. Hey, you people do your job. Um, The shop manager and the general assistant to work at the gift shop or (laughs) in a post office, (laughs) But the post office is only open for four months out of the year between November to March. So the base was established in 1944, and probably the same stuff is still in the gift shop. Uh-huh. So um, <laughs> and it's located on Goodier Island in the Palmer Archipelago, west of the Antarctic Peninsula. Besides uh, the average seasonal temperatures of minus ten Celsius and minimal hours of darkness each day, living conditions for the workers will include limited power, with no running water and no internet access. Wait, wait,
3: wait, wait, wait. Yeah, (laughs) hard pass.
1: Job seekers, how do you have limited power when it's
3: fourteen degrees? You know, I feel like I need all the power. Yeah.
4: That's a lot of hand warmers you're going to so be shaken I'm dying out. to know the <laughs>
1: questions <laughs> on the employment application or the job interview. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine these? It's like, so tell us about your vast experience counting penguins. Can you identify more than two zip codes? <laughs> on a
3: scale of one to 10, how suicidal are yeah, you already? Yeah, that was my
1: first thought. I would like, when it, our turnover
4: rate's pretty high. Why? Suicide's Could cool. you please provide the list of your medications? <laughs> yes. You know, uh
1: wow. Why are there no sharp objects here? I hope they're not mail here? order because you can you only know, get it for 400. milligrams of Xanax is probably going to disqualify you, so... You know. Yeah. Do you like
4: living in seasonal affective disor- <laughs> disorder? Well, then guess what? We've got the place for you.
1: I really want to know the items that are available in the gift shop. So, I mean, are they like, you know, tourist well, uh, they have to sell you know, the postcards keychains? to keep
3: the post office running, stamps, obviously. And
1: stamps and, and postcards. And, you know, do they uh, sell T-shirts? And what would be on those T-shirts? And, you know, things like... I'm uh, just
3: guessing they, they, they sell things that are warm, because people are going to show up there thinking they know what mm. 14 degrees feels like. Yeah. yeah. And,
4: and they're, they're wrong. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, every time.
1: Layer. I am going to look up to see if you can purchase any of the items through the gift shop online. So, I mean, it
3: should be like electric. I mean, it'll probably take
1: like 9 months to get here, but you know, and I am going to suggest if you start now. I want them to swap, you know, gift shopped items with the Sasquatch Museum, <laughs> so, <laughs> just to make it really, you know, more interesting. I you know,
3: electric underwear.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Kinky. <laughs> yeah. I like
4: that. Warm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I want to swing our conversation back to uh, Sparky after, you know, a little bit of that discussion. We're going to talk about, you know, this job the rest of the day, I can tell. So I know that you were a band geek your whole life, but did you pick the trombone, man? Well, uh, so I'm a multi-generational band nerd. So oh, yeah. So dad and dad's dad and
4: yeah. is that so, it? So yeah, my dad actually was a conductor and he studied with Leonard Bernstein and uh, he was a trombonist wow. as well. Yeah, yeah. So there were just trombones it's laying not around. Not a casual there. thing. Huh? No, Draw. no. So yeah, there were always trombones laying around. It's kind of like, you know, a gateway drug. You just pick one up and then uh, kind of goes
1: from there. So, huh you know. And so one of your children is uh, picked up the trombone as well. Is that right? Or they're picked no. up a band instrument. No, my
4: son was kind of a COVID fatality in terms of like, oh, <laughs> well, that sounded bad. Um, no, he started <laughs> wow. he started clarinet, but you know what? Virtual band doesn't really work so much. So, uh-huh. but my daughter's actually playing cello now and she's crushing it. She's really doing a great job with that. I'm excited well, there you for that's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I always love a home that I walk into and there's a piano within sight right away. And there is, you have a piano yeah. that's right there in your dining room. And I've sat down and kind of, you know. Tickled the keys a little bit, and you're like, "Holy cow!" You know, it's Abby like,
4: and I sing the Archie Bunker theme song every uh, morning. Actually, that's really? how we. Yeah.
1: Those it, oh, were the days. <laughs> so is that how you wake the kids up? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Caffeine, really caffeine, and a show tune a TV uh, theme. We like our show tunes. All right. So I, the thing that I know uh, that you we talk about is you played the trombone while you were attending the lovely University of Tennessee. <laughs> you, you I was young. long slow deep like those were that
4: was such a bad decision oh my god I was young I needed scholarship money I was willing to do things um, but I,
1: should we hum rock I have a very different story for I mean you know since she's an Alabama fan do we go we, we, we wait, used to have a wait, t-shirt can I hum
3: that we're national <laughs> champions oh
4: uh, wow <well>, yeah <laughs> that's not happened to UT in any well, recent
1: another
2: mic drop um, yeah. you know,
1: so there you go
4: yeah <laughs> I think so
1: Definitely
4: not. Yeah, actually, my dad invented the power tee. That was his contribution to UT's, yeah, the whole, like where they open up the tee or the they move it down the field and stuff like that. I don't know.
3: I have no idea what you're talking about. But I do
4: know that when I hear Rocky <laughs> Top, I get this left this tick in my left eye that won't stop, actually, until
1: I does, stop hearing it. Does your arm start to move, you know, through the notes, you know, on the trombone? Pa-
4: parts of me start to move,
1: but not the ones you want <laughs> the one them you to. No, I'd no.
3: really like a solo performance.
1: Well,
4: later, we'll Mm. make that happen for you.
1: So I love that you have this similar skill that Carrie Ann has that you just really (laughs) kind of adapt, you know, to the situation. And, you know, I I guess one of the questions, I mean, do you really enjoy the challenge of doing such a wide variety of things? You know, you you seem to kind of thrive at it. Yeah, I don't think I try
4: to do that. I just think I get thrown into these situations (laughs) and try to figure out the best way. I've always been really good at like solving for acts when I'm in a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, always like a challenge.
1: Well, I, I think it's a admirable trait and you know, I've seen a lot of people, they just don't have that, you know, and you know, they love to get up every day and do the same thing, you know, for t- t- thirty or forty years. And if you push them even Where's a that little
3: bit button.
0: Sorry,
1: buzzer. Buzzer. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're <laughs> getting with the program here, you know. Um, but you know, i just I, I think that's you know a trait that when just a, not a lot of people a do that, and there are even fewer people that do that well. And I think both of you, you know, I, I think do that very well. Thanks. You know that it, even as you're tossed into the deep end, sometimes voluntarily, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes involuntarily, that you know it's At just. At some point, I'm find, an army brat. You find a way from A to B. You it's know, in the blood. And I, I just uh, I really love that, and you know, I it's always it's interesting to see somebody work their way through those situations, you know, as well. And, uh, so I, anyway, so interesting
3: was, or surprising that we're still here to talk about it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, or just bad judgment,
3: survival, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, I thought it was an interesting moment that both you and Carrie Ann were buyers at different distributors at the same time. And I enjoyed it when you guys would actually talk shop and oh God. hear about all the dysfunction, you know, in the <laughs> oh alcohol God. industries. So Sparky, <laughs> I don't know what you're you were. What dysfunction? <laughs> like on an hourly basis yeah. or, you know, like yesterday or, you know. So I know that you were working beer and ushering in these newfangled products called hard seltzer. Oh, man. So did you think the wave of interest <laughs> in hard seltzer would actually last this long? No. I,
4: I mean, I could kind of see the arc of the product, uh, you know, as it was going to crest and then go back down again. But yeah, it's... I mean, it's it's just like any other. It'll be something tomorrow, right? It's, it's not going to be around forever. And gosh, I guess the younger generations aren't really into booze as much as <laughs> soul crust we have people. a bunch
3: of teetotaling Gen Z people. Oh, I love this Let's because it, it only has 10 calories. And
4: I'm sorry, like these dry bars that are opening up, like, oh my God. That's like,
3: called a McDonald's. Yeah,
4: why would you want to? Oh <laughs> man, we, <laughs> have, we have an entire tap listing of non-alcoholic
1: products. Cool.
3: So does 7 Eleven.
1: You know, I can actually hear the birth rate plummeting. Yeah. You know, we're in trouble, folks. Yeah, I'm telling you. We're in trouble. Know, there is trouble. no way the birth hey. rate is going to be maintained. Or self correction
3: because we're very overpopulated. Zero population growth. Woo.
1: We did it. We did it for all can the wrong reasons. Countries that should lower their birth rate. Yeah. You know? This one. Open up non
4: alcoholic bars.
1: <laughs> Problem solved. So I read it out, Carrie Ann, earlier with uh, mm. one of very interesting traits. Now it's your turn. I really love this one. Uh-oh. So tell us all about the order of the stuffed Dollar. Oh, well, gosh. So
4: I have a couple of friends. I was in music education for a minute in college, and uh, I have several friends who are band directors and orchestra directors, and they all that love- That doesn't sound geeky at all. No, it's totally not. But I still keep up with them. Um, I still keep up with them. And uh, we all happen to be um, martini aficionados. And notice I said martini because that includes gin, not a kangaroo, which includes vodka and is not a martini. Um, <laughs> so, um, but anyway, we all love uh, martinis with stuffed olives. And so we're always trading ideas back and forth on what to stuff olives with with our martinis. <laughs> And uh, you know, blue cheese is my favorite for a classic. But we we go down pretty down the rabbit hole. But we always call upon each other to to toast our crappy work weeks with a delightful martini at the end. So,
1: and I have to credit uh, you know Sparky for really forcing me to sit down and stuff my own you know uh, olives with uh, with blue cheese. I used to buy them you know already pre-stuffed, In not even remotely close. Yeah, you know? just don't do that. Just. Go ahead. Take the time. Sit down and and use fresh blue cheese and, uh, or I should say, nice stinky blue cheese. Stinky blue and, cheese. Uh, yeah. I'm just a lemon
3: zest kind of girl. Sorry. Yeah.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. I, I respect that. I respect the yeah. Gibson game, man. Go for it. So, if you could uh, make just one cocktail for the rest of the life, what would it be and why?
4: I just a classic gin martini. I mean, that's really yes. the. I mean when it's done the right way and oh my god there's there's nothing more perfect to me that
3: layer of ice on oh top. right
4: on the top it's yeah perfection, perfection.
3: Oh, oh my god
4: <laughs> i love that nice idea. chilled sure. glass oh, getting goosebumps right now Getting thirsty. Hey, does anybody want some seaweed
1: gin? Because guess what? I know a guy. <laughs> I know a guy, for sure. Yeah. I gave it
3: up for lit. Well,
1: <laughs> I am such a huge fan Next of year. the late James Lipton from Actor's Studio. And I <laughs> always wish that I could have answered those closeout questions. But now it's going to be your turn to uh, mm, answer no. these as well. So I'll start with Sparky. What's your favorite word? Moist. 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 <laughs> Carrie Ann, what's your least favorite word? No. Ooh, I like Ooh. that one, too. Yeah, that works. Uh, Sparky, what turns you on? A light switch. Ooh.
3: <laughs> Why am I getting all the really? negative questions? <laughs> light switch. <laughs> a light switch.
1: Uh, Kiryanne, what turns you off?
3: Ignorance.
1: Ooh. Hmm. I was thinking of a gender, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's correlated. What's <laughs> going on? Facts. So uh, I'll switch it up here. So, Carrie Ann, what sound or noise do you love?
3: The sound of your voice, Mike.
1: Oh, man. For sure.
3: (laughs) Gendy fast. I would like a raise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll double your current salary. There we go. So, uh, Sparky, what sound or noise do you hate?
4: Oh, uh, this when you take a fork and scratch it at the bottom of a bowl. Like that, that oh, yes. like, oh, porcelainy scratching noise. That's horrible.
1: Oh, yeah. I think that is really horrible. So uh, you both get to answer this one. Sparky, what's your favorite curse word? Uh, the one that is starts with a C and that's
4: okay oh, in you Britain. You can say it.
1: You can say it here. In, yeah, on
4: this episode in yeah. Britain and Australia, totally fine. <laughs> Not okay in the United States of America. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah.
3: It's such a powerful
1: word. It so it rhymes with So punt. powerful.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. it
1: does. All right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so Carrie Ann, what's your favorite curse word?
3: Anybody that fucking knows me <laughs> <laughs> knows my favorite fucking curse word is
1: fuck. Yep. Also rhymes with cluck. All right. So there you go. For those of you that heard the beep version. Yeah. So uh let's see. Carrie Ann, what profession other than you own would you like to attempt?
3: Um, I would like to be the reincarnated Anthony Bourdain.
1: Oh wow! Wow.
3: Of distilleries. Okay. Is that far enough away from my current profession?
1: Yeah. 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 You yeah. can get
3: there. Yeah.
4: In the next life. TV or producers,
3: now. call me.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Holler
1: at your girl. There's time. <laughs> Ain't you,
3: no holla back. You can
1: still do that. I you know? can yeah. still do that. Yeah. yeah. Just getting started. All right, Sparky. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Wow, I don't
3: know. He loves dealing with crazy people, so.
4: I know, but you know what? <laughs> Speaking to therapists is kind of like that, actually, so. Um,
3: the booze industry, yeah, it's all crazy people.
4: Yeah, it really is. You know, when I started, I remember the guy that ran the place said, like, you're you're in an industry of an entire team of C-grade all-stars, and I was like, <laughs> I, n- I would never realized that would be more true.
1: Were you grateful that he told you that up front, or that you know, well, I, that I, they weren't I, worse? And see,
4: he <laughs> was, yeah, yeah. So one, I'm like, oh, that can't be that, that bad. I'm always bad. very optimistic. It can't be that bad. Oh no, it mm-hmm. was that bad and so much more. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, even worse, perhaps.
3: Is there an answer in there?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's really great stuff, and I—that's uh, going to wrap it up for today's chat episode. I want to thank my co-host for being here today and reminding us just how interesting it is to have you each on the microphone. Good old boy Sparky, thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Do I get to come out of the basement? And it's been a while since we, you know, dropped a note about your blog. I love—I still love the name of your blog, "Parenting While Intoxicated." I know it's been a while since you've gone back and revisited, but yeah, I
4: need to get back on that.
1: Yeah, it—it um, it really is a lot of fun. Carrie Ann thanks Mm -hmm. for joining us and tell us all about things at Straight Up 615
3: I'm about to have a lot to say about a few things and you can find it on straightup615.com so mysterious Mm -hmm. well
1: thanks for joining us for this chats episode today I will ask you to come back enjoy another episode of Sip Sudden Smokes and to
2: keep on sipping
3: but not seaweed gin
2: <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. the subscribe button. Give it a little tappy, tap, tap, tap a rule The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, Uncle Larry, or whoever it is that talks to you on your phone, play podcast, sip suds, and smokes. We love your feedback. And you can reach us at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram with our handle at sipsudsandsmokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands millions and millions of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor. Take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Come back, join us for another episode, and keep on sipping.
0: One ten hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life.
1: From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the Good Old Boys, will see you all
0: next time.